0: So are you guys all long Shopify? Max, I know you are.
1: Uh, yes, but the real long, not the long for three weeks. And then if something happens, then I sell it.
2: <laughs> I know you used to be a Shopify holder as well. Just curious, uh, what
0: made you change your mind? For me, it it's always valuation, yeah. but but my my timing, my timing just sucked horrendously. I I sold just before the pandemic, and I thought I was being really really smart. Who knew a pandemic would uh, triple Shopify from there? I sold at around five hundred, I think, but you know, it's, it's all it's all good. Put that money elsewhere worked out just fine. But I've been I have been consistently following Shopify. Yeah, I had a um, I had, a, um, I had a small business on Shopify as well, but this is probably three years ago. So my, my direct experience with the product is a bit outdated now. Yeah, yeah but especially.
3: Uh, go ahead. Yeah, uh, with the launch uh, recent of uh, their. Uh, uh, you know, this online store 2.0. So it's uh, like mm-hmm, yeah. very fast. Uh, uh, so I uh, I was talking um, uh, uh, lately that and tweeted uh, about it that uh, I onboarded uh, a few businesses uh, recently and all uh, uh, well, using uh, this uh, like new online store uh, uh, and it's like very uh, fast and sig- significantly better because uh, I uh, like started like uh, it was uh, I also was an in- and I am an investor in Shopify and I was like um, uh, decided to do like wo- a walkthrough uh, to see how the uh, on- onboarding experience and is it uh, more superior product than other e-commerce platforms because uh Actually, I'm in finance, uh, but a few years ago, I had also experience in retail. And I was like trying to build some e commerce shops, and it was like uh, hell uh, for not a super tech guy to build uh, good uh, e commerce uh, experience and uh, website. So that's why I tried to use. Uh, Uh, last year first time uh, built some like uh, store and uh, it it was back then very great experience because of all integrations because uh, for example uh, I uh, basically based in Moscow so uh, we uh, have uh, like uh, payments uh, providers are different yeah because PayPal is working, but uh, you can't uh, charge uh, locally. You can only charge uh, international customers with PayPal, but in Russia you can't. Uh, like uh, so, integrations for Shopify uh, Direct, for example, like Stripe is not working, or Shop Pay, and uh, but there are also solutions because fintech space in, in Russia is uh, uh, also very. Like uh, up to date, so uh, you can easily integrate uh, very fast and uh, Yandex uh, payment provider, and it works seamlessly, frictionless payments, and uh, f- uh, that's uh, like uh, very good. Uh, I think. Also, I don't know if uh, you're interested, recently I've, uh, I was like shocked. Uh, I tried to uh, integrate, like also uh, like uh, uh, experiment uh, crypto payments with uh, Coinbase commerce. And it like took me 15 minutes to uh, go live on uh, payments. Like I have, I am able to uh, uh, open a commerce account uh, in Crypto, yeah, and integrate it using Shopify integration payments. It's like third-party provider, and uh, you can like uh, uh, if uh, uh, you you can uh, like uh, sell directly uh, using crypto and you in Bitcoin, uh, whatever. And this is uh, crazy because, for example, if you uh, compare it. To traditional finance, uh, it took me around uh, one month. To uh, like integration is very easy in traditional payment systems, but all the like regulations, etc., that you need uh, to uh, register with payment provider, etc., etc., KYC procedures, and etc., it took. A lot of time and uh, it's very costly of course for for example if you sum up all the transaction uh, fees it's like uh, around six seven percent take rate uh, for payment providers including Shopify but it's like uh, I believe that it's maybe a bit different story uh, globally because if you are able to uh, shop uh, to add Shopify Plus, then you like pay only three percent, 2.7, and that's all. Uh, and you are like good. Uh, and this for me, like, um, as an investment opportunity, I see the most value creation is uh, in this that if uh, uh in payments, uh, disruption. Uh, both for Shopify and for um, payment uh, crypto payment companies.
2: Really curious. Uh, did you have a chance to? And uh, um, actually, before we proceed uh, any further, Chris and Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to Q3 earnings just G- G- for Shopify. Can you guys hear us? Yes, I can. Perfect. What about you, Ben? Can you hear us? Yeah, hello everybody, I'm here. Perfect, perfect. We have Lavani here. He has a direct experience uh, utilizing the Shopify platform to build stores, and uh, he recently launched, I think, like two or three stores online. So I invited him to share his experience. If you guys have any questions, you're more than welcome to ask Lavani. But it's a pr- pretty interesting. I didn't know that uh, Coinbase has a commerce solution as well, and then you can... Um, integrate this uh, Shopify stores directly through Coinbase. Is that how it works?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, You can, like, uh, choose uh, main uh, payment providers for Shopify. So basically now Shopify Pay. uh, And uh, then uh, you have some other providers like PayPal, etc. And then in uh, third-party integrations, if you click it there, uh, you find uh, uh, Coinbase Commerce. Uh, integration. So, uh, company just need uh, five minutes to open up uh, account with Co- Coinbase Commerce uh, uh, platform, and uh, you are good to go instantly. In uh, se- several minutes, you can um, uh, sell online. Uh, and uh, I believe I tried this uh, live. And if you have Co- Coinbase wallet. Uh, and coinbase app you can uh, pay uh, in these stores so uh, and i believe the payment uh, transaction fees etc is much um, uh, lower uh, and uh, and i think that uh, in uh, uh, shopify pnl uh, these uh, like uh, their payment costs are very huge and if they will uh, I think they will, uh, and if they uh, move forward with crypto payments uh, also, and regulation will be okay uh, with that, so they can save a lot of money, and uh, the margins will uh, go in higher.
0: Hmm, very cool. Well, go ahead, Ben. Yeah, so, so guys, I, I think I'm the only one here not holding Shopify. Uh, I have my opinions on the how the quarter went, uh, but anyone, anyone want to jumpstart on that? I'd yeah. be
4: happy to give my opinion if anybody wants to hear it. Yeah, I, I'm, the,
0: I'm the bear case here. So, <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to see, see everyone else's comment and then, and then I'll chime in.
4: All right. Excellent. Let me give the, uh, let me give my take on this. If any Can everybody hear me okay? Can you hear me, Max? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. So I'm going to say this is one of the most fascinating quarters I've ever seen in Shopify. And I'm going to say that because I think if you showed those numbers to anybody, to most people, before watching the stock price, most people, I believe, would have guessed the stock would have went down. I mean, they kind of missed, right? It wasn't a perfect quarter. There's shipping issues. We all know about all the e commerce issues. We know about the ports and all those things. But, and I think expectations may have been slightly low. But then look at what happened to the stock price of Shopify after missing. If that's not telling you explicit signs of what's going on in this world, then you're missing the point. Because what's happening is there is this incredible. You know, these are story stocks, right? Shopify is the the quintessential what you would call a story stock, right? We've seen it with Tesla. We've seen it with Square. We've seen it with all these major winners where people are projecting years out into the future, decades out into the future. And it's not being based upon strictly, you know, PEs and all these other things that people have used historically in order to value stocks. Instead, what they're looking at is what is the landscape What is actually happening in the real world? And can we project this all the way out? And if you look over the last month, so many fascinating things have happened, right? Look at what is going on with PayPal. Everybody needs to stop and ask themselves, what the hell was PayPal doing? Why was PayPal willing to lower their stock price, 60 bucks, flirting with pins acquisition, You know, what is going on? And I think my opinion is we are seeing a massive, powerful shift that is occurring in the infrastructure of e-commerce and transactions. And it is being powered by Shopify and Affirm. This place, this market where you have all of the data that's being acquired, all of the data with transaction that has historically been missed, you know, all of these payment processors have not gathered all of the data used along the transaction history. But When you combine what Shopify knows about merchants and what a firm knows about customers and you combine those two businesses, which clearly both businesses recognized years ago. Right. Look at Shopify paid pennies for a firm stock. Shopify gets it. And then you stop and you think, okay, Shopify's got Google, they've got Facebook, they've got Pinterest, they've got TikTok, they have partnerships with virtually everyone. What is going on with PayPal? Where does PayPal fit into this? And PayPal's last hope, it feels like, was trying to acquire Pinterest, trying to block um, this incredible, powerful thing that's occurring currently. And so you can haggle over the numbers. I'm happy to listen to a bear case. But just look. Think about what is going to happen in this, in this world in the future. Look at the infrastructure of e-commerce. Look at what a firm is doing. Look how it's being combined with Shopify. And if you're, not, if you're trying to trade, I mean, that's why stocks are so hard, is because people are doing hypothetical situations, looking at the actual infrastructure in the backbone and then they are projecting out, and you are seeing it with you know tripling of shop of firm stock, and you are seeing it with the powerful move in Shopify after missing numbers. So that's my take.
2: Yeah, you know I think one I of done. the things that uh, makes PayPal extremely appealing to a lot of the new new investors or older investors is their idea of building the mm-hmm. super app, and then they're trying to integrate a lot of different solutions under one umbrella. How do you feel about this? Positive, optimistic,
4: bull bearish, no? Everybody should be trying to figure out who's going to be the super app. I mean, the super app, I mean, that's what we're talking about here. I mean, we really are. Like, who is going to own this? Um, You know, is it Square? I mean, everybody's going for the same pie. You know, Square is trying to acquire Afterpay, and they're approaching it from a slightly different angle. But it's very hard for me to picture a future it does not involve shopify shopify feels to me and it's felt like this by the way for for many many years that it is the actual backbone of all of this and it is amazing i mean we just watched Am- amazon here correct miss on e-commerce numbers right i mean there's so many issues going on but and and you're watching it and how are you going to neutralize amazon you know, you can't try to beat an Amazon at their own game. It doesn't work. You can't try to build a better e-commerce infrastructure. I mean, we watched that play out for 20 years with all of these other, um, you know, in-person stores that tried to do that and equal Amazon. You can't do it. You have to build a better model. And I believe that is Shopify.
5: Yeah, well, if I could just add there, um, one of the criteria I always look at for uh when I pick my potential buyers is unscaled. And I, I think I've talked about that before. And unscaled means that, you know, um, the problem with, with Amazon right now is, um, and I own the stock, so, I mean, it's not that I'm bearish on, on Amazon, but the problem is if you're a seller on Amazon, you'll get the same store as everyone else. And people don't want that anymore. People want something personalized, something that, you know, feels like it's especially made for them. And that's the the experience that Shopify can um, can, can provide, and merchants um, know that that uh, customers will you know will be willing to pay even more um, if 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 it's something that they they feel like you know this this is my website. This is uh, the customer experience is completely different on, than on Amazon. Amazon has the same uh, customer experience for you know every every buyer or seller. If if I buy a book. If you buy a book, that's the same uh, experience. While Shopify has has a different experience for everybody, and you can see the personality and the character of of the you know of the the merchants uh, in in his or her website, and I, I think that's that's very important to see. And the merchant has a feeling, you know, I can express myself in my you know in my shop as uh, as. I can, I can, I can get a profile here. I can, you know, um, I can speak to my my part of the public, my niche, and that's something that is not possible or to a very low extent on, on an Amazon shop. And if you see that, uh, you know, um, Shopify is building all those, um, you know, relations with with you know the rest of the internet. Actually, everybody except Amazon. Uh, I think this is extremely powerful, and uh, uh, still, uh, still, not that expressed in, well, or not uh, stressed enough.
0: So, so I think, yep. I think, I just want to level set. I think, like, I think everyone at this point probably uh, uniformly agrees that Shopify is a product leader in this category. No, like, no one, no one disagrees. Especially, I think, with their uh, product velocity, like, they are first to social commerce by far. You, you, we're getting news. Daily, that they are adding different different platforms, um, but but I think, but as the stock, if you look at it as a stock, um, I think it's also fair to say that there's ten years of thirty percent Kager pricing to the stock. So when therefore when you're evaluating Shopify, you kind of have to think about um, what's gonna catch them off guard, like what's gonna drive their success and failures. Five years 10 years from now but even if we just look at this quarter like objectively this is not a good quarter they missed every metric from analyst estimates um but to me like and i follow shopify every quarter to me the the most important one i to me is this is like the first time in a while that they had a um, flat um, sequential growth um like on paper, it's 50% gross margin year-over-year growth, but sequentially versus Q2, it's actually down 2%. Right, so you look at that and you you think about like, well, is sequential growth driven by seasonality? So, um, so I checked that and it's not because um, last Q3 um, they had 25% sequential growth, the which is of course you know COVID related, um, the year prior um eight percent sequential growth the year prior nine percent sequential growth and this year you know zero zero percent right so so for sure there's a bit of a uh, pull forward but when you are underwriting 30 percent KGR for 10 years like i was i was shocked that the market um like did not punish the stock like um uh, we saw Twilio yesterday. Also had flat sequential organic growth, and it's down like, like twenty percent, like when it opened this morning, right? And Shopify was down like five percent, and then bounced right up. So um, just pretty, pretty, pretty surprising to to see that. Um, and then, like, if you put this in context, uh, Max, I know you're a Square shareholder as well. Like, Square, Square. Ha- uh, well, we're, we're waiting for Q three results, but from a gross profit standpoint square grew q2 sequentially by like 17% and shopify trades at a 2 uh, 200 uh, 2.5x premium from a, a ev 2 gross profit multiple compared to compared to even square so so like the market is expecting shopify to outperform square by an order of magnitude and square in the you know, omni-channel POS, digital, digital commerce space. It's kind of a, it's not a direct comp, but like they're they're both riding the same wave. Like Square trades trades two point five times cheaper, with faster growth. So I, I think it's a, as a stock, it's a really, it's, it's really
4: risky to be long Shopify right now, in my opinion. Listen, no value stock buyer stock picker is going to pick Shopify, Right. But that's my whole point is you, if you try to buy stocks based on traditional metrics, at least in this day and age, you've missed virtually every major winner. I mean, you have, you have to just, you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, look, there is never a time where I should have paid up for Tesla, Shopify, You know, there's so many others, right? Square. And you have you have to say to yourself, Look, this is the existence that I live in. I am living in this period of time where there is some major secular change that's occurring. You know. Uh And is Shopify are you gonna put Shopify under a magnifying glass? Are you gonna look at it quarter from quarter and say, you know, yep, there was some cargo and shipping issues and there was a lot of things going on with e-commerce we just watched amazon this you know we and you're going to say to yourself i don't want to shopify or do you say like somebody like me who's been looking at shopify for you know five years and you're going to say to yourself well, i'm not selling these guys yeah maybe the stock will go down you know t- today i was i was surprised it ripped seven percent eight percent i was a little surprised too but it shows you the power of what's going on. And it shows you the creativity and the thinking that investors are doing now. This is not 1985. This is 2021. Tesla is a trillion dollar company. Well,
5: I I would actually add, I would actually add, if you look back in history, you see the same thing happening over and over and over and over again with the most exceptional companies of that time. And I, I remember an article that I've seen two or three years ago uh, from uh, about Apple when they launched uh, the iPhone. And it was about the valuation of Apple. It was like, oh my God. And they would have to sell every phone, not just mobile phone, but every phone in the world to to make sense of this valuation. Well, I mean, just look at what Apple has done since 2008, I think it was. Um, Even if you go back even further, Walmart in the 70s, uh, end of the end of the 70s, all oh, crazy multiple at the time. Of course, if you compare it to now, it's it's different and and different margin, different whatever, what have you. But the same, you know, the same story. It's so it's so expensive. Well, if if you invested even thousand dollars in, in Walmart back in time, I mean, you're very rich. And and that that story come uh, Amazon, of course. Everybody for for. 15 years oh amazon is so crazily overvalued it's just i mean just go back five years and it was called crazily overvalued um you see that same story happening over and over and over again and you know i think it's simple that if you if you it's true it is it is a part of the story but i think it's also part of the intelligence that um the, the the market as as a whole has that um, you know, that it's it's really a forward-looking machine, and uh, of course there can be you know there can be uh, <laughs> you know fails, but in general, if you see those companies and you cannot make sense of the valuation for very long periods, those are the very best. Uh, Netflix is another example. Uh, even Tesla, etc. You can you can you can go back again. Uh, go back to the sixties. Uh, Disney was called crazily overvalued. You see that happening over and over and over again, and it's not, you know, it's not like um, 250 stocks have that, but you know, some some have that, and you, you cannot, if you if you try to explain it rationally, it's it's impossible. It's just the market looking forward, and again, I was uh, or I was surprised as well the, to see the rip, and I actually had hoped for uh, quite quite a draw because I I want to add next week, but. Um, you always
4: know it's a good stock when everybody hopes for a pullback.
5: Yeah,
4: yes. everybody goes. I want Shopify at twelve hundred bucks. Yep. <laughs> then you never get it. Yeah,
5: yeah I think. Sure. So, I
2: think it's a good thing when uh, you actually get an upset that this stock was not down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a hundred percent, guys. Like no, no doubt. This is probably one of the best businesses of our generation, right? And it and it's priced as such. Like, um, like what, what you said earlier about like amazon netflix all of those guys have been astronomically overvalued but i think in this case we are we're a multiple of that right but let's just park that for a second i think the reason the market perceives that way is because shopify has consistently delivered this is like the first quarter in a very long stretch that i think forever yeah Yeah, it's it's the first time time ever and yeah, all but, of the quarters
5: that they have, uh, you know, all of the quarters that they have had as a public company, this is the first revenue miss. They had one uh, earnings per share miss. Uh, was something going on, I don't remember, years ago. But it's the very first revenue miss. So, yeah, right. I was so, surprised as
0: well. So, so, I think you have to say, like, try to unpack, like, what's, what's driving it, right? So, my, like, I have been a small business owner before. Um, I, I still have an Amazon business. Um, I'm living, living a um, supply chain issue right now where uh, like, like inventory I ordered in March didn't get to Canada until August and then it's been stuck at the port and now in storage um, for, for the last two months. Um, it's just nothing's working right now. So the, the issue with that is when Shopify gets a f- influx of small businesses, um, you know, in the first year, two years, even three years, sometimes these businesses are in investment, investment mode, right? Like they're, they're, they're working on, they're, they're financing themselves with loans. They're not trying to be profitable immediately. Uh, they're just trying to get sales. The, the problem is that that kind of runs out of steam after a while. So you've got to ask, like, um, is a supply chain issue, what's going to, knock out a lot of businesses that have been unprofitable for the last year or two, because when you get a, for like a small business platform like this, when you get a sudden influx of, um, customers, the first year, well, the first year will always look good because they're dumping every penny they have in the new business. It's the second and the third year that you're going to see the churn. So, so in this case, is is yeah. it, are we, do we just get a um, more permanent um, reset because a lot more businesses got knocked out uh, because of the supply chain issues in the last uh, six months, I would say, or or is this a temporary thing? So you're, you're seeing some clues here, right? You're seeing that um, the, the, the mix from uh, Shopify Plus this quarter ticked up 2%. Like big businesses are... Enterprise companies, this is less of an issue. Like They have armies of people managing this. They have capital to accelerate things. Um, so so I think there there is a risk where, well, maybe they might miss again next quarter. And then that's probably an opportunity. And that's the kind of opportunities I'm looking for uh, for a pullback um, in the next two or three quarters where they're
4: actually overlapping um, COVID comps. Yeah, I mean, you got to ask yourself if you're an investor, you're either forward looking from the beginning and you do a lot of hard work and you come up with prognication, you know, you prognosticate about the future and you find one of these Shopify's early. And when you find one, I'll tell you, as a person who's done it, you become very defensive of this thing. Because you, deep down inside, believe this before everyone else did. And you watch it explode. And you're never going to sell it. You just won't. Because you feel so indebted to this. You see it with Tesla. I keep saying Tesla because I'm just blown away with how Tesla has changed so many people's lives. And you see it with Shopify. So if you're an investor and you're super forward looking and you find one of these early, you're going to hold it. If you didn't, you now ask yourself, okay, fine, it's too expensive. I stay out. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's Nothing wrong with that. Or you say to yourself, oh, my God, this is the future. I mean, look at it. It's an amazing business. It's literally providing the backbone of e-commerce um, in payments, and it has just has so many options to it. I think commerce in general at this point, not just only e-commerce. e-commerce. Exactly right. In-store and out. And you say to yourself, okay, how am I going to get into this thing? You know, I'm not advocating anybody takes 10% of their portfolio and buys Shopify tomorrow. Like, to me, that's nuts. But if you say to yourself, I'm, I'm going to own the best businesses in the world, and I believe Shopify is one of them, then you sit there and you pick into it. You come up with a plan over two years, and you dollar cost average into it because you say to yourself, I'm not missing a generational company. And I really think those are your three options. You find one of these businesses early, you make a shit ton of money, and you become super rich. That's ideal. Number two, I'm not going to play in this. It's too expensive. I'm staying away. Okay, that's fine. Or number three, I'm going to pick at it over a prolonged period of time, and I'm going to keep learning, and then I'm going to own the best businesses in the world. I think any of those approaches are fair, but I think you got to pick one of them, and you got to stick with it. That's my advice.
5: Well, I... I picked uh, Shopify at 77 as the first potential multibagger ever. Uh, it was May of 2017. And the only bear cases that I have heard over all those years just say two things, valuation, churn. I have heard no other bearish point at all. It's always valuation, churn. And those things come back and back and back. And you know, there's always a reason to believe that oh but now you know it's it will be difficult for uh, smaller merchants well guess what shopify plus is extremely important and more and more businesses don't want uh, to sell on amazon because they cannot control the customer experience because when you search for that particular product of that particular brand it's only you know fifth or sixth in the in the in the search res- results so you know it is hugely important Shopify plus and that, you know, that will really drive, um, uh, Shopify up more and more and more. I mean, um, there, there are even companies leaving, uh, AWS, uh, like I, I know for sure, uh, Coca-Cola in the UK, for example, does not have uh, AWS anymore because they see Amazon as a, a competitor, um, uh, for supply chain. Um, uh, and, and, you know, more and more companies um, see Amazon as a threat, and where can they go? They can only go to
4: Shopify. So so listen, I really like the way you think. Like you stated that beautifully. And here's the importance of knowing what you own. You don't just know the numbers on your company, you gotta know how your company got to what they are. So if anybody was super long Amazon going back a decade, they would have come to the conclusion that you can't beat Amazon at Amazon's game. You can't build a better infrastructure to, to get some package to somebody's door you know, the same day or next day as fast as Amazon. You would have said to yourself, self, the only way to beat Amazon is to create a different business model. A business model that appeals to merchants and consumers in a different way. And then that's how you can hypothesize out a Shopify, because that's exactly what they did. They don't compete against their merchants like Amazon. They don't you know, copy their products and then sell them on their website like Amazon. They don't display you know, competitive prices when you paid for that customer acquisition to come to your site on Amazon. Those things irritate merchants. And so you're, they are going to gravitate to a Shopify. So if you were an executive at Walmart or Target or Sears 10, 20 years ago, you should have paid super close attention to the business model of Amazon, and you should have came up with an alternative model, which is Shopify, that is the Amazon neutralizer. And that's how you find the next best businesses. So I,
0: I completely agree that up until this point, I would say the, the two bear cases, Chris, you mentioned are, are totally valid. I, I, I do think there's an emerging new bear case, and I personally have been investing around it. Um, which is that uh, Shopify got to this point because um, they have a great management team, they have a great engineering team, and they have great product velocity and, and ability to execute, right? So they won with product, an innovative product, without a lot of competition. So, but I think at this point, after COVID, I think the, the the game is up and everyone's caught up to it. It's not it's not a coincidence that there's like consolidation in the industry around uh, e-commerce and super apps. Um, the bear case in my mind is one competitors woke up and two, what they actually offer. If you really think about what they offer and you have used the product, and I'm going to piss off a lot of people here, what they actually offer is a commodity. So. The, the actual software that governs uh, e-commerce is a commodity. Most businesses, uh, big businesses, do it in-house. They do a terrible job. They're slow. But the functionality is not innovative. You list products. You get prices. You count inventory. I'm, I'm grossly oversimplifying this. And I'm speaking it from um, my, my day job is a general manager at a Canadian telco. And we have an e-commerce presence. And we use we use, our, we use our own front end and Shopify
4: as a middle layer. Um, pa- pause for just a second. Did you just tell me you're a Canadian and you are have a bear case against Shopify? I just want to make sure I understand. I'm a Canadian.
0: My company, oh my, my company uses Shopify, not fully. We are what you call a legacy business. We use Shopify for one layer of our tech stack. And um, anyways, <laughs>
4: I refer to Canada now as Shopify land. So I just, I'm just surprised. I've never met a Canadian who is bearish on Shopify. Continue. uh, Anyways. um,
0: The, so, so where I'm going with this is the incumbents are stepping up, right? So if if you look at like um, there's a couple of great, great uh, resources. Um, There's one website called W3 tech, where it basically scrapes the internet for the underlying technology uh, that powers all the website so you can you can easily see like what market share shopify shopify has on a month to month basis compared to the other player so you know what a big players are out there there's like woocommerce who powers uh, wordpress wix squarespace um, and you know um, square online and big commerce are like new players right um, and then there's now like more like codeless um, products that targets like professionals while Shopify targets like amateurs, um, API based, um, like headless commerce tools, there is a lot of good stuff out there, and I, I think they're going to face a lot more competition, and there will be a lot more consolidation in the industry. Where um, Shopify is still going to grow, but is it going to be, is it going to see the growth that it had the last ten years for the next ten years? Is ultimately the question. Um, I think. Um, when you, when you look at like um, companies like l- let's say Wix, for example, right? It, like I think a lot of people would know Wix. Like they are a website builder, so they have tens and tens of millions of like entrepreneurs on their platform. So when they see Shopify stealing their customers, Wix is one of the largest source of uh, Shopify merchants. Like if you go check like those websites, like you got to see. Where, where merchants are coming from. Um, like Wix is investing furiously in their e-commerce capabilities. Like they won't, they won't be as good, but they will certainly slow the bleeding, right? So, so like the, the bear case to me is incumbents are waking up and Shopify will s- need to start either spending on marketing or do something um, much more innovative than what they're doing now to continue their pace of growth.
1: All right, so I I have a question because you you raised some good points and I want to compare it maybe again to to Amazon because Amazon wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for AWS. I think we can all agree that. So do you think anyone can answer that in the future, probably not in the short term, but in the future, do you think Shopify should, let's say, reinvent itself and add a sort of AWS? Not supposed, shouldn't be cloud. Maybe it's going to be something else, but if you think that their e-commerce side, their business building side is going to slow down. You think they need to reinvent themselves and add such a AWS like changing company products.
0: I hundred percent. Right. I, I think um, there's, um, um, I'm sure you guys are, are pretty big on podcasts. Like there, there's a recent podcast on Invest Like The Best where um, I think it was a partner from, a sixteen Z or some or, or or someone else, I am forgetting, but they talked about like that advantage of being a um, a company that's the system of record, right? Um, like Shopify is clearly a company that's a system of record. It's the operating system, um, and um, so so they're in the position to upsell, cross sell all kinds of tools for the foreseeable future to their to to their customers. So. I think right now, Shopify, I think if you just look at um, their revenue to uh, GMV, I think maybe they have a maybe a 2% average take rate or something like that. Um, like they got to get it to 10 if they if they want to justify, it, it, if you want to underwrite like a 15% CAGR on this for the next 10 years uh, from a stock perspective, I think they got to go from like 2% to like 10% to justify um to 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 get the required growth. Yeah, first
5: first of all, I want to say Ben i I, I really appreciated that uh, you know you, you bring up the bear case, and I I you know I would have hoped that you know there was a second bear as well to help you um, so uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah no, no I, I really I really shopify. appreciate I really appreciate the, uh, the discussion um, so but um I, I think I think what you see is that shopify, you know, well, first and for all, uh, you know, to have a, a 50% kager you know, those are just models. Models never work out in reality. That's the first thing I want to say. Um, you know, I've, I started out when I started writing, I, I uh, or, or, you know, even the, the initial attempts at writing were uh, discount discount cash flow models, et cetera. And, you know, I, I stopped because I just saw how ridiculous they are because you, you can never tell. Um and um, so that's the first thing I want to say. The second thing is, and that's that's you know going to to couch this point there. I think that uh, Shopify is already adding, uh, uh, you know, its own uh, a version of AWS, and I think that's payments. Um, if you see that that they are they are expanding that to you know the rest of the internet to Facebook to Google. You no, know, those are not you know. Uh, your your uh, your average uh, mom and pop sh- uh, shop, right? So um, I, I think I think that's already starting right now. You they can add functionalities so easily. They just uh, announced that um, you can buy um, uh, an, NFTs now uh, on their with with a um, you know with fiat currency. They're the first, as far as I know. Um, so. I mean, and, that's, and they, they don't take any money from that. And that's one of the things that you can cons- consistently see. And, you know, I talked about Walmart. I talked about Amazon. I talked about a lot of companies um, um, that um, if, they, if, if, if you see a company that makes something cheaper for their customers, that is a great company. It gives back a lot of that money to its main customers. And that's a very powerful uh, model and a lot of, you know, if you talk to, to Shopify uh, merchants, um, like like Levin, but I know someone as well who started a uh, Shopify shop just a year ago and she's, she's having, you know, big success as well. Um, and um, if you talk to those people, they are so happy because they, they have the feeling that they can add every single functionality that they can even dream of and Shopify is aware of that strength and they have you know um um they waiver the if if you as a as a developer if you you don't you know they don't they don't take any take rate anymore there unless you earn more than one million dollars a year uh because of your uh Shopify app I mean that's that's a huge um signal to me that Shopify is saying come over, come over the de- developers because we have an ecosystem. We don't take any from anything from um, your money unless you're extremely, you know, successful. And, and, you know, those kind of things are really underestimated over the long term. This is just announced, you know, what was it three, four months ago? And, you know, you will see, you will see the, um, the huge effect that it has over the next few years. And again, I'm talking about NFTs. I'm I'm talking about payments. I'm talking about um, the apps, and it's the whole ecosystem in which all those things are tied together. That you know, you you can you can have Wix, and I, particularly, I mean, I like Wix, and I I like Square a lot. I'm a shareholder and long term as well. but they cannot compete with Shopify at all. It's the ecosystem. And, and you know, um, the incumbents, well, sorry, but no, they're so far behind years and years and years. Even though I like quite a lot of those companies as well. But, you know, not they're not at the same level as, as Shopify at all. It's it's like saying it's the same thing as as saying, yo, you know, uh, Volkswagen is doing pretty well with electric cars as well. <laughs> yeah, sure, but they're not Tesla. It's the same thing. And by the way, I'm not a Tesla shareholder. Um, so it's it's that kind of of, of ecosystem actually in, in which they have you know years uh, of of their years ahead of
0: of the competition.
4: Yeah, and d- don't I'd like to, I'm sorry, to interrupt. I have to go, and I just want to make one final point before I go. If that's okay. I just want to say from growth to value, what you just said was so fantastic. I mean, you got to decide, am I going to own the best? Am I going to own the top company? Or am I going to own some company that's a little bit cheaper or even a lot cheaper? It's probably inferior. You have to ask yourself that question. And then I would encourage everyone else to just think long and hard about why everyone is buying buy now, pay later. And what is a firm doing combined with Shopify? from a data acquisition standpoint, and with that new affirmed debit card. I think everybody should ask themselves that and try to figure out why PayPal tried to purchase or consider purchasing pen. I think those three things will provide a lot of thought and i will give you a lot of guidance on where you should put your money. That's my opinion. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Max. Take care, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Thanks man.
0: Is yeah, there so is there an ETF that that I can invest in bands because I like the bands. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I think I'll just add one, one point to that. I think um uh, well first of all I just want to clarify I'm a growth investor. Tesla is 20% of my personal portfolio. So so like I'm I'm incredibly bullish on Shopify, the company. Um but but the way I like to invest is I, I spend just as much time on the competitive set and see how how you know for lack of a better word like somebody going to fuck them up, right? So when when I think the other band made made a lot of points around like why did PayPal try to buy Pinterest? It's it's because Shopify is winning winning too hard. Um like there, there was a great narrative around Shopify. I mean, there is that narrative around Shopify where it's like Shopify is like the center of the Anti Amazon alliance, and you get all these like different players in the stack, and you're you're like taking down Amazon, right? But as Shopify get more powerful, inevitably it needs to absorb different layers of the stack to um, increase its take on the GMV. And when when it starts to do that, as it, it is with doing um, shipping, with um, um with payments, it's gonna make enemies out of the the best of breed. Uh, players in those spaces like paypal is obviously threatened by by shopify right so when you look at an opportunity like social commerce well paypal is trying to get get into pinterest so that it can cut it off right at the knees right there and be the checkout for for pinterest and pinterest is the definitive social commerce platform um well i'm a big pinterest bull but that's my opinion like it's the one platform for shopping and and paypal Saw an opportunity to to own that, and and they they made a move, and that makes perfect sense to me. You also see PayPal. Um, I'm not sure if anyone follows Big Commerce, but Big Commerce derives um, a good good chunk of their revenue, probably in the. I don't know. The, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but it's in the range of like 30% of their revenue is from their equivalent of merchant solutions, and most of that is from PayPal. So PayPal pays someone like Big Commerce to refer business to PayPal and prioritize PayPal because um, because PayPal doesn't own that layer of the stack, right? So you you hear you have Shopify charging merchants like fifteen percent, no, sorry, fifteen basis point on um, any payment using non Shopify payments. So so PayPal is being shut out by by Shopify. So you're gonna get more and more players like that. Um, Amazon's another example. Like Shopify is building their own fulfillment system. Well, Amazon's best in class in fulfillment. So Amazon built their own um, integration with big commerce. Like typically, you have the the platform player building building integration with uh, you know downstream providers. In this case, Amazon built the integration with big commerce themselves to be a service provider for them. Right. So. So, so like you're just seeing more examples of this, um, this industry consolidation, and like, I, I think I go back to the point like the the competitive set like the harder uh, Shopify wins, the more competition and consolidation is going to heat up around it, and and that's the risk to me for it for Shopify sustaining long term growth.
5: Well, I, I, you know, can I react, now? Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, I've never seen a a company becoming big without any competition at all. And and actually the, the things that you say to me sounds very bullish. It, it's a point of view, of course, but if, if Amazon you know, gets scared, if PayPal gets scared, you know, there must be something to be scared about. So, um, you know, it's, it's true what you say and, and PayPal uh, fortunately, because uh, I'm a, I'm a big Pinterest bull as well. Um, you know, fortunately was not able to, you uh, you know, to convince Dan Silberman, I think, I think that was the main reason why they couldn't. It's speculation, of course, but why they, uh, you know, why they didn't were, were, were not able to uh, to um, to buy contrast. But um, yeah, I think they have reasons to be to be scared um, of Shopify.
2: Yeah. I, I think you make all the great points, absolutely, and uh, I think that all the competitors are trying so hard to step their game up is a great testament to Shopify's success, and uh, I think that this success is going to keep increasing quota quarter- after quarter after quarter you know Ben I'm not big into valuations probably this one of the my main weaknesses as an investor I don't pay maybe that much attention to valuations I'm more of a um, fundamentals guy and uh, I read panel statements I read a balance sheet I look at the trends I look at the industries, see how the company is doing and uh, e-commerce commerce social commerce intense competition across the board And I personally think there will be multiple winners. Shopify is not going to be the only company that will win from a company standpoint or from a stock standpoint, in my personal opinion. So that's exactly why I personally diversify my portfolio and I have exposure to Shopify, I have exposure to Square, to Pinterest and some other companies. But we clearly can see that the amount of merchants on Shopify, either small or medium businesses or large enterprise businesses, which are part of Shopify, Shopify Plus, are keep growing. They are doing everything in their power to increase the amount of value that they provide to every merchant. You can see that more and more merchants are leaving uh, all of the competitors and go to Shopify because they see the value. Every mega tech company, Google, Microsoft, all of them are partnering Facebook Netflix, with Shopify because Netflix, all of them, pretty much, other than Apple, I think is the only one uh, in Amazon that is not a part yet, at least. Maybe they will come up with, with something in the future, but there's a reason why all of these huge companies are shifting to Shopify because they see that this company is up to something and they're going to change the future. And uh, you're trying to make projections for the next who knows how many like quarters years and uh, you see that for the past quarter how many additional solutions and products Shopify added and uh, there is it's just impossible to predict what they're going to keep adding what kind of solutions they're going to add what kind of legs they're going to keep adding what kind of additional revenue streams they're going to add that will make this company more appealing to you. From a violation standpoint as well so this is just my personal opinion this is my take and if you guys have anything
1: else to add feel free you yeah, know I, yeah. I i go
3: thanks but uh, ben, i want to come back to your point about why uh, paypal is buying uh, uh, trying to buy pinterest etc i think that uh, the main narrative uh, here in uh, like two, three, four, uh, five years ahead is the digital payments. And in uh, PayPal, uh, from valuation standpoint, is the, uh, the weakest uh, one in fintech space, in my opinion. Uh, uh, they would be in huge trouble uh, if they don't have Venmo, but at least Venmo can um, uh, support them in the uh, growth. But uh, uh, in digital payments world, uh, they have no uh, advantage uh, over other payment providers. In an instant, uh, like, uh, you, we can create a, a payment uh, provider using, uh, like, uh, I don't know what a blockchain layer for payments, and uh, uh, then will be mainstream, yeah? And we can, uh, like... Uh, Compete with PayPal. Uh, uh, earlier, uh, Visa, MasterCard, everybody else has a monopoly in this. And uh, uh, they were, like, um, uh, taking advantage of this. And uh, from um, uh, uh, from that point, I think Shopify is good because uh, uh, taking into account this, uh, like, uh, 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 the monopolization of payments, uh, the main uh, and the most valuable thing is uh, owning uh, retail. I mean, uh, the places where you can uh, close final transaction. That's why uh, wall- wallets are very important. Uh, super apps are very important because you can integrate these uh, basic uh, technologies uh, with payments, A threat. Attract- etc which uh, and uh, you can own a whole business uh, starting from uh, acquiring customers its data etc and Shopify is good because uh, it uh, as we speak uh, earlier uh, here that uh, it's inclusive uh, environment and ecosystem uh, for uh, different uh, wallets as to say uh, or social networks like TikTok uh, uh, this, uh, by the way, this integration coming with TikTok uh, will be huge, uh, I think. Uh, uh, when they start like uh, in, for Instagram shops, like um, integration into TikTok, uh, so uh, Shopify can benefit it. But uh, PayPal, Square, uh, also I own Square. Uh, they're uh, they're building uh, like Apple-like ecosystem there where they uh, want to own. Uh, uh, like uh, 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 the uh, back end and front end, and uh, like uh, everything will be included, for example, in a square ecosystem uh, payments, uh, everything else, uh, wallets in Cash App, etc. And this is also great business, but Shopify is uh, building different uh, thing, and uh, Pay- PayPal obviously uh, is. Uh, 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 they want to buy uh, uh, Pinterest for this uh, they, uh, because they want uh, wallets, because merchants want, uh, want traffic. The, the only uh, uh, reason people sell on mic- mar- marketplaces is because they generate traffic. Otherwise, it's, uh, it's costly that you don't uh, actually own your business if you sell on marketplace because they can shut you down for everything they uh, well they uh, like uh, uh, can say you w- uh, at what price you should sell uh, when you should deliver. They can uh, punish you for because I also when I started selling on Shopify, I also tried uh, local um, uh, marketplaces like Ozone, uh, Yandex uh, Markets, uh, Wildberries. So I'm selling there too, and uh, it's like actual experience that I can relate to. Uh, and uh, 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 these, uh, like, uh, they are also uh, the main problem that uh, and uh, solution for uh, P- uh, companies like uh, Pinterest, etc., Twitter, uh, I don't know, for, for social, other social me- media networks. Uh, that they can provide these wallets uh, or customers to a potential merchants. They are interested uh, in this because uh, as uh, we were speaking about uh, uh, the use of uh, cre- uh, digital payments, yeah, it's uh, cheap, it's more cheaper from accounting standpoint uh, in the future, yeah, because uh, everything will be on the blockchain, you don't need auditors, etc., uh, it's more cheaper from payment uh, processing fees, etc. So it's better uh, solution for everybody. But uh, this uh, create this environment where everybody can participate. And uh, but it's still difficult to uh, uh, for a small merchant or mid-sized merchant to generate traffic. So uh, for example, it's good that I can build, uh, for example, my shop on Shopify integrate crypto payments and uh, everything will be smooth uh, cool but i need traffic and that's why uh, i'm interested in, uh, in uh, potential wallets and customers that i can uh, attach uh, and uh, sell my products so, uh, but in, not in this marketplace environment that you don't uh, own any anything but in this yes, uh, what, different world will own our own data you'll own uh, your own business and uh, uh, yeah it's a great future i think for all
0: yeah so so i want to address the social commerce point right to me to me that that's actually a um, a, a bear case in my in, in my opinion um, like right now social commerce is a great tailwind for shopify because shopify is pretty much the only the only player that's taking advantage of it they're they're the quickest they have the largest merchant base Um, but if you if you think about it from the commerce uh, the social like the social platforms perspective a couple of things one um, I think social commerce by definition is driven by um, individual creators like like you're not gonna have um, I don't know Domino's Pizza doing doing their own uh, videos and drive a lot of um, traffic to themselves with social commerce. I, I, I think social commerce is the, is the that one-to-one connection you have with a creator, you're buying into their personality, uh, you trust in them, they're funny, whatever, and you buy their products. So uh, be, because it's like that, then, then really social commerce is, is an opportunity for uh, more individual entrepreneurs. And, and if you're an individual entrepreneur, you are probably not going to be spread out across all these platforms uh, via Shopify. You're probably going to try to master a platform that you can be good at via Pinterest or like whatever, YouTube, whatever it is. Um, so, so that specialization will will happen, right? So the, the way I, I can see how that will play out is uh, eventually as social commerce becoming a bigger and bigger deal for these platforms, they will want to own the full stack like the the platform will will want to work with a a twilio of e-commerce and um whatever get their own branded version version of like pinterest checkout or something like that powered by some api first white label e-commerce platform um and levon to your point like it's these social platforms who owns their traffic right and I think Shopify will be a player there. Like Shopify will work really well for small, uh, small, and medium-sized businesses. Uh, but more and more, I think the social platform will want to um, own a bigger part of their stack and and move towards the super app um, direction. Like super apps, by definition, is going to be companies who own the customers. So the customer and and the for them to become super apps they need to develop native checkout and those type of capabilities. So I'm bullish on Pay being not attached to Shopify um, but I'm not 100% bullish on social commerce being good for Shopify's core business, like the way I think the market currently thinks.
5: Okay, so yeah, just a question. Do you think that, do you think that um, Facebook, for example, wouldn't do it itself if you know if they think they could. They they, they partner with Shopify. So, but is, early, do you think right? it... It,
0: it? It's already Like uh, that's what I said. Like Shopify is the quickest, best today. They're 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 ready. They have the merchants. But once this is material for Facebook, I, I think you're we're, we are like you you will be arguing on um, both sides of this if if we're saying on one hand uh, you know shopify is expanding its own take rate and you and you assume facebook doesn't expand their take rate right so eventually the bigger social commerce get the more incentive there is for the platforms to own the stack
5: you know i i've just talked about the ecosystem that shopify has created you cannot create that in a year two years five years even if you're if you're facebook it's impossible. There, there, are so many integrations. There's so many possibilities. Um,
1: but
0: I, yeah, I you see, a, I see you, a point. But. but 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 you wouldn't, right? Like like Uber doesn't go create their communications platforms either. They just use Twilio, and and Shopify is not a Twilio. Shopify is more like an Apple. Like they're they're more into end. So I I don't I don't know unless Shopify be a be an API based like you know behind the scenes layer. For Facebook, then, then I then I would say this risk is uh, mitigated, but if Shopify wants to be the front, just just like um, Shop Pay is a is a white label of, of Stripe, um, like even even Shopify is, is using a, a third party solution, right? So so I think there will be a future player that is um, uh, that's more at that API layer yeah uh, okay I, we'll I have agree. to see we don't
3: know yeah sorry i actually my point uh with that i agree with you about that the most valuable part uh, right now i think that are uh, wallets etc or slash social network then uh, that can potentially expand into wallets where people can uh, and will uh, make uh, purchases because it's faster more convenient etc and of course, they will, uh, uh, after, uh, after they will acquire uh, these uh, uh, customers and own uh, these uh, transactions and uh, GMV, uh, they will uh, disrupt uh, downstream uh, uh, services and providers. And if uh, uh, margins will be good, they will uh, look into this, uh, uh, such as Shopify, for example, with payments. As i mentioned uh, when digital payments uh, will be in place they don't need stripe and uh, stripe will lose huge uh, amount of uh, business uh, and that's why recently they uh, uh, reiterated their crypto uh, uh, like they want to move to crypto again uh, but uh, so uh, uh, this uh, this i think the fundamental uh, difference uh, in Shopify uh, vision is that they uh, end risk at the same time they don't want to build like um, uh, uh, some uh, this uh, endpoint they want to integrate fast uh, with uh, new upcoming things because uh, a few years ago TikTok for example uh, there was not such a thing yeah like TikTok and uh, now uh, it's huge. Uh, it's uh, I, I believe that it's uh, have more p- uh, potential than uh, Instagram. Yeah. And uh, uh, f- uh, this is uh, the risk. For uh, f- For example, if we're talking about Square ecosystem, if they uh, won't be or PayPal, if they won't be able to make relevant these, uh, their uh, their platform uh, uh, and uh, control users uh, and, their, and create this traffic for merchants uh, and, and payments, they will be disintermediated. And the Shopify is different model. I don't, I, I, frankly, I don't know uh, uh, who will win. And I, I think that both models uh, uh, are, uh, will be, And um, I think the point is uh, that the execution of the teams. Uh, I I think that uh, Shopify team is uh, great. and One of the best. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And uh, you heard how excited Harley was on the call about their partnership with TikTok, which is one of the biggest social media companies in the world. And again there is clearly a reason why they decided to go with Shopify as opposed to any other competitor because they know they are the best and they're going to get the most value possible to their users. This is just my thought. And social commerce is just uh, a part of Shopify's products offerings. So there are so many more opportunities with this company other than social commerce. And we don't have to disregard the fact that... Uh, There's potentially new emerging um, part of commerce, which is TV commerce. And we heard this recent partnership with Roku and Shopify as well. And uh, we don't know where it's going to go. I'm exceptionally excited to hear how it's all going to play out at the end. But uh, I think they're up to something. And then uh, what stops any other players in this TV commerce um, ecosystem to partner of Shopify as well so there's plenty of opportunities
5: yeah well I, I you know there are quite a lot of signs if you pay attention that Roku is going to come up um, with uh, you know TV shopping um, you know just click bomb while you're watching an ad and you can buy it and um, they have been you know they have been hiring there they have even done some smaller tests already um so yeah of course shopify will power that and you know they have a completely new huge market because if you see the conversion rates of um ctv uh, so connected tv uh versus um you know the internet let's call it and, and social media it's much much higher so you know, they will add another marker again, and just like that, in 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 a you know a matter a matter of days, weeks, months, and um, you know, they're another company again. They have a completely total addressable market, uh, to- total addressable market, which expands by I don't know, maybe maybe forty percent or so, and and that's you know that's the power of their platform. So we'll. Shopify be replaced by APIs, I really doubt it, because it's a complete platform. They have APIs on their platform, actually, because the apps are like APIs, uh, the apps that are developed by by the uh, Shopify developers, which do not have to pay um, anything to Shopify in more under 100 million, uh, sorry, under $1 million uh, a year. So I, I think, I think that's a uh, yeah, it's a very good point that you bring up, uh, Max, about uh, Roku. And I
1: think also in the long term future, I don't think it's going to happen in the short term. I have a couple of points I need, still need to talk about the 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 uh, podcast Ben mentioned before. It's uh, invest like the best with Alex Rampell on October twenty sixth. It's investing in operating systems, and I touch on a couple of points we mentioned here regarding a firm buy now, pay later, debit cards, etc. And it really touches on why Shopify is in such a great, great position right now with all of their partnerships, all of their integrations. And I'll take an example from one of my biggest positions is uh, Tesla and Square. Why Why are both of them major leaders, let's say, in, in their fields, Shopify as well, is basically because their modes, everybody loves to use the word mode, is, is very simple, it's just Execution and innovating faster than their competitors. You can have lots of competitors. Ben mentioned a lot of them. I know a couple, but the thing is, most people will know Shopify. If you go on the street, I think most people will know Shopify. I don't think a lot of people will know all the other companies that you mentioned. And there's a reason why because Shopify is out there, it's hip, it's fun, the founders are amazing, their execution is world class, their innovation is world class. That's why. Tesla is one of the biggest companies in the world right now and why their competitors, they all say, yes, we're going to catch Tesla in five years. There's no, there's no chance. Zero. And I think the same with Shopify's competitors. Yes, they can build gimmicks of what Shopify is doing right now, but to the core, Shopify is just, is just built more more different. Um, and if some of you listen to, to Facebook's uh, Connect event, or should I say Meta's Connect event, um, I think we will see a huge, huge shift of well, how we perceive things today as, as social commerce, uh, advertising, payments, et cetera. Once we move and we merge maybe virtual and, and the real world together, I think this is just a huge, huge market that opens up for companies like Roku, Trade Desk, Shopify, Facebook. Um, but that's obviously something that's going to happen probably a decade or more from now
2: yeah that's all great points and like i said social commerce is just one of the many many parts of the shopify and offerings that it has and we didn't even mention shopify capital that is just been growing like crazy and getting close to three billion dollar in funding or shopify balance that they just start and roll out and then they just release the new peers system all over the world plus shopify markets cross-border payments in their partnership with global e there's plenty 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 of opportunities and uh, I think we can all agree that commerce is gonna be uh, it's not going anywhere anytime soon it's always will be here people will always need to sell their goods and there's always will be sellers always will be buyers and it doesn't matter which direction it's gonna take either social commerce or TV commerce or e-commerce whatever new is gonna come next I feel pretty confident that Shopify will be at the forefront of this change. and will be probably one of the key enablers of all the changes
5: as well. That is my thoughts. Yeah, and, and you know, if you, if you look back, just go back one year, and you would say, well, I think that Shopify in the next year will make arrangements or, or you know, uh, partnerships with Google, Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok, and they will probably do a few other, Roku, Netflix. Uh, do you think this is true? Yes or no? How many would have said, oh, of course, 100% sure. I mean, this is how fast this company grows. This is how fast they take initiatives to set them up for the future. And, you know, that's incredible. In You know, you see it, and there are a few months apart, a few weeks apart sometimes even, just but it's 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 really incredible to see how fast they are moving and uh, they're they're clearly moving to where the puck will go yeah absolutely and
2: you just mentioned uh, earlier during this call that they start offering nfts and uh, you know it just it's a perfect testament it shows you how quick shopify adapts to all the current trends
5: Yeah, well, hundred percent sure. And you know, they, they even use it just as a, a way to get uh, merchants in because they they take a zero take rate. Uh, so um, I think that will convince quite quite a few uh, quite a few sellers.
0: I think um, one um, one major tailwind behind uh, Shopify is is the privacy stuff. Apple's uh, the, the 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 advertising tar- targeting issues uh, Apple is causing, um, like if you look at if you look at like um, so so I think for for people on this call just to level set effectively Apple Apple blocked um, uh, sharing of data between the advertiser and um, the the platform that the advertising is is running right so so the only way you can have perfect one to one advertising attribution is if you're doing on-platform um, conversion, which is also one of the reasons why PayPal try to make a move on Pinterest. So, the I think in this case, if you're a um, if if you're a large company um, and you spend a ton of money on Google, Facebook, Pinterest, etc., et- et and uh, all of a sudden, all your advertising dashboards are showing your advertising is only thirty percent as effective. It's not, but the the tracking will show it's only thirty percent effective. Then you're going to be looking for solutions that can give you a a, a um, better tracking. So so um, and in this case, Shopify is in the best position because they're already there. So um, so so switching to Shopify unlocks that benefit from the um, the things that's happening with IDFA and uh, third party uh, third party tracking as well. I like
2: um I like how slowly you're switching from a bear to a bull. You know, I, I gotta, think a couple more hours and you will be you gotta uh, be I gotta be fair putting you know? your buy order for tomorrow fair. morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well guys, uh, we are already going like over an hour and I asked for an hour for all the speakers. I know how late it is for our friends from Europe. you couch, Chris and especially Levon, who is in Moscow right now. So I think we had a great conversation. So I just wanted to thank everyone for their time. Then, if uh, anyone else have anything else to add as a closing remarks, I personally have never been more excited being as the shareholder of this company and super pumped about what, what kind of future Shopify brings.
5: Yeah, I just want to say thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you, Ben. I really like the the fact that you uh, you know you brought you brought up uh, some points and I I really like the way that you think you know you're you're not a single track uh, minded uh, guy but you know you you can see the nuances and I always appreciate
0: that. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it.
5: Yeah, for sure. Thanks everyone
1: for coming and hopefully see you in a good Pinterest earnings digest uh, next week or there so. There you go. Bye, guys. Pumped about (laughs) this.
4: See you guys. Good night. See you. Good night. Bye. Bye. Thanks.